from Television City in Hollywood. Good afternoon, passengers. This is your captain speaking. I'd like to welcome everyone aboard this podcast. We are currently cruising at an altitude of 35,000 feet, an airspeed of 450 miles per hour. Weather is clear and sunny with a high of 75 degrees. The cabin crew will be coming around in about 20 minutes to offer you a light snack and beverage. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome aboard Pilot Error. I'm Tom Feeney, writer for Wang's Chop Movie Magazine. You may know me from such podcasts as The Deep Dive Microcast, Mysteries of the Deep, and Hollywood Hype. This is Pilot Error, where we look at TV shows that went belly up before their time. Slot. In 2023 the world of entertainment lost a true legend, a genuine pioneer in television history and a lifelong activist, Norman Lear. If you know the name, you almost certainly know the TV shows he created, especially the groundbreaking sitcom All in the Family. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. Those were the days. And you knew when you were there. <laughs> Dance for girls and men, woman. Mister, we could use a man like Herbert Hoover again. Didn't need no welfare state. Everybody pulled his weight. G.R.L. was red, great. Those were the All in the Family let viewers into the living room and lives of the bunkers. Led by Patriarch Archie, a middle-aged working-class loudmouth and bigot, a character you could never get away with today, you know, unless he was a politician, the Bunkers represented the social climate of the early 1970s. The Boomers versus the counterculture. Our national anthem. Oh, good. The national anthem. That means they ain't started yet. We're in luck. That is one terrible song. <laughs> Don't start up nothing with me, meathead. I'm watching a game. That's a beautiful song. And shut your face. Oh, the song glorifies war. And even as a song, it stinks. Nobody can remember the words. You're going to ruin this game for me. Can you remember the words? Certainly I can. Come on, give me the first few lines of the National Anthem. Give me that dick. What? Come on, I'll turn it on as soon as you give me the first few lines of the National Anthem. I... I was shaking, you see, by the dawn's early light, what so proudly we hailed of the icing. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. 
in April. It is true. I'm thinking I sing for my country, Disney. That's wrong. What are you talking about? The next line of Star Spangled Banners at the Twilight's last gleaming. At the Twilight's last gleaming comes out of the shake. Crazy. You just proved my point. Nobody can remember the words because they're rotten words. Listen. Oh, say does that Star Spangled Banner yet et wave. What kind of a word is yet et? <laughs> if it's in the national anthem, it's a good word. <laughs> yet et? Yeah. Yet et. I use it all the time. Yet et, yet et. Now give me that et. <laughs> When it first aired, it created a sensation. It was raw, pulled no punches, and was uproariously funny. All in the Family ran for nine seasons on CBS and spawned seven, that's right, seven spin-offs. For your listening pleasure, I shall now name them. Diver was a freedom rider. She didn't care if the whole world Joan of Arc with the Lord to guide her. She was a sister who really could. Isadora was the first proper angel that she showed up. Oh, yeah. And when the country was falling apart, Betsy Ross got it all sold up. And then there's Maude. And then there's Maude. And then there's from 1972 to 1978, Maud, starring future golden girl B. Arthur. From 1974 to 1979, Good Times, about an African-American family living in the Chicago projects. From 1975 to 's with successful businessman George Jefferson and his wife Louise getting used to living in a swanky high-rise apartment in New York City's Upper East Side. To the east side we finally got a piece of the pie. Here I am checking in checking in through a brand new door It's what I've always waited for I'm checking 
It's Checking In, a Jefferson spinoff starring their former maid Florence, who has taken a job running the housekeeping staff at a New York hotel. Checking In checked out after only four episodes. In 1979, Norman Lear felt that All in the Family had run its course and wanted to end the show. CBS, on the other hand, wanted more episodes. So a compromise was reached. All in the Family would end and be replaced with a sort of continuation series called Archie Bunker's Place. Archie's long-suffering wife, Edith, was killed off-camera, and the focus of the show shifted to a tavern that Archie had just purchased. Archie Bunker's Place lasted four seasons and ended in 1983. From 1982 to 1983, another relative failure came and went with Gloria, a spin-off focusing on Archie Bunker's now- Single Daughter. It lasted one season of 21 episodes. And finally, a reboot of sorts. In 1994, the sitcom 704-Hauser African-American family moving into the house once occupied by the Bunker family. And if anything, this version of the show was even more political than All in the Family. Unfortunately, 1990s audiences lost their appetite for thoughtful sitcoms and 704 Hauser lasted only six episodes. Now, if those shows were your only contribution to the television landscape, I'd say you had done pretty well for yourself. But Norman Lear had a lot more going on. In his life, he flew 52 combat missions for the Air Force during World War II. In the 1950s, Lear and writing partner Ed Simmons began writing comedy sketches for TV variety shows, especially for the team of Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. After moving from show to show during the 1960s, Lear wanted to create a show of his own. And that was, you guessed it, a Western. No, okay, you didn't guess it. It was called The Deputy, and it starred Henry Fonda as... Yeah, you guessed it. No, not the deputy, sorry. Uh, The show aired for two seasons on NBC. But it was the political climate of the late 1960s that gave Lear the idea to create a show that looked at the ever-widening generation gap. And Lear did have a little help from the British. British sitcom Till Death Us Do Part 
served as the template for what would become All in the Family. From your gods. She is a direct descendant from your gods, isn't she? Who is? Her Majesty the Queen is! Oh, yeah. <laughs> All your royals are, sonny boy, because that's where you get your divine right of kings and queens from, innit? Rubbish. Piffle. Not piffle rubbish at all, sonny boy, because I can prove it. Hold on. Oh, yeah. oh, I can prove it. Got my little book here and I'll show you. Here you are. Here you are. See? Now. There is a Majesty the Queen, right? Right? Now, come up the ladder, don't you? All the way up here. Beatrice, Sancha, Sancha, Saida, to your Muhammad. <laughs> and he is one of your gods, and she is descended directly from him. Yeah, let's have a look. Muhammad. Hey, he's right. He's right. God, he's right. Huh? Yeah. But, um, wasn't he one of your coons? <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> but it's right! Look! That man is white! As white as you or me! All your gods are white! <laughs> Look, you can see! He's as black as the ace of spades, you can see that! <laughs> Ignorant scars! Git! Anyone who's been out and not climbing it for a long time, about to get a suntan, isn't it? But Lear had a lot more to contribute after leaving Archie Bunker and friends behind. This is it. He helped usher in a slew of popular shows like One Day at a Time, Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, and Fernwood Tonight. Now, since this is pilot error, I feel obligated to talk about some of the shows Norman Lear created that didn't work out so well. In 1961, Lear co-created an anthology series about marriage called Band of Gold. Never got on the air. That same year, he created Henry D., a show about a small-town lawyer in the big city. Also got nowhere. A few years later, Lear tried to adapt a then-popular newspaper comic strip called Barnaby about a little boy and his imaginary friend. Again, no one was interested. So let's jump ahead to the late 1970s, when Lear tried to create a show around country music star Roger Miller as a, get this, country music star who also runs a motel in Alabama. The show was titled after Miller's biggest hit, King of the Road. So, not all Norman Lear's projects were successful. Nobody's perfect. His most remembered creation, All in the Family, had three pilots before getting the go-ahead. But we'll, uh, We'll save that story for another episode. Lear was also well-known for his political and social activism as founder of People for the American Way, an organization dedicated to progressive causes. It was created as a counterpoint to the right-wing Christian evangelical group, The Moral Majority. Hi, I have a problem. I'm religious. We're a religious family, but that don't mean we see things the same way politically. 
Now, here come certain preachers on radio and TV and in the mail telling us on a bunch of political issues that there's just one Christian position and implying if we don't agree, we're not good Christians. So my son is a bad Christian on two issues. My wife is a good Christian on those issues, but she's a bad Christian on two others. Lucky me, I'm 100% Christian because I agree with the preacher on all of it. Now, my problem is I know my boy is as good a Christian as me. My wife, she's better. So maybe there's something wrong when people, even preachers, suggest that other people are good Christians or bad Christians, depending on their political views. That's not the American way. Brought to you by People for the American Way, P.O. Box 37300, Washington, D.C. In 2001, Lear purchased one of the first published copies of the Declaration of Independence, one of only 200 copies printed on July 4th, 1776, and one of only 25 that are still known to exist. It cost Lear over $8 million. Now, that's a lot of numbers I just said. So why did he buy it? Well, not to lock it away in some vault, but to display it for the people of America. The document was the centerpiece of a cross-country tour being exhibited in museums, libraries, and even the 2002 Olympic Games. The copy uh, that I had, I had to sell because I was too big an investment for me to sustain longer than the six or seven years. Mm -hmm. And we traveled it all over the country with mm -hmm. money raised from American business mm -hmm. and so forth. I promised myself we'd get to 50 states. Mm -hmm. Many of those states we got to multiple times, but Wonderful. all of them we got to at least one. In 2017, at the age of 95, Lear received the Kennedy Center Honors for his lifetime of work. He was the oldest recipient to have been awarded. Lear passed away on December 5, 2023, of heart failure. He was 101 years old. And the classic shows he created during his life ensure that Norman Lear won't soon be forgotten. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast has just been cleared to land. As we start our descent, please make sure your seat backs and tray tables are in their full upright position. Make sure your seat belt is securely fastened and all carry-on luggage is stowed underneath the seat in front of you or in the overhead bins. We hope you had a safe and enjoyable listening experience. If you have any comments, go to thedeepdivepodcast at gmail.com and drop us a line. Any clips used in the podcast are meant for educational purposes only and not to infringe on any... Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast has just been cleared to Thanks land. Thanks for flying. As we start our descent, studios, please make sure your seat backs and tray tables are in their full upright position. Make sure your seat belt is securely fastened and all carry-on luggage is stowed underneath the seat in front of you or in the overhead bin.